All right. Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you to our fire. Welcome to our fireside chat with uh, myself and Kevin Nolan. Um, my name is Sasha Seymour. I'm one of the co-founders and the chief operating officer here at Learn to Win. Uh, we're an active learning technology that helps train high performance teams. Uh, and I'm here with Kevin Nolan. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Uh, Kevin is the founder of Nolan Transportation Group, OTR Solutions, Payhawk, Marquee Insurance Group. Am I missing any others? Um, so Creek as well. Uh, so Creek Capital. Yes. So I, uh, I love starting things and, uh, making a mess and having great leadership come behind it and, uh, and get it going. Or I don't like freight brokerage so much. I've tried to get away from it as much as possible, but it keeps bringing me back in kidding. I love freight brokerage, but as a freight broker, you kind of do the same thing over and over and over and over again. So there is time to come up with other ideas and, and find other services that work well for trucking companies. Yeah. I love that. Well, Kevin, appreciate you taking the time to chat with us this morning. Um, I've actually listened to a couple of your interviews in the past, and I remember there was one interview in particular where somebody asked you, uh, when did you know you were going to be successful at NTG Freight? And you said the phrase, well, uh, I may not be this, I may not be that, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a damn good freight broker. Uh, like I am a good freight broker. What are the competencies and skills that go into being a good freight broker? Certifiably insane is uh, first and foremost. No, it's people skills, really, first and foremost. Being able to um, talk to a CFO about their freight spend or talk to a high-level logistics operations management SVP, and then the next minute being on the phone with a driver who's lost in Savannah and only has 15 minutes. You just have to be extremely well-rounded, I would say. <clears throat> Freight brokerage is probably one of the only businesses where new people very fast have to buy, sell, and manage, right? So they have to, yep. so it's, there's a lot that goes on. So I, um, you know, a pretty good one minute manager, so to say, like I could hop around fast and quick. And so freight brokerage is, is, is always changing. It's always moving. Um, and then also it's a, it's a game. So I just knew about three weeks into it, like, okay, I can be great at this. Yeah. So it, it sounds like there's a certain element of the people skills involved, uh, a certain element of being able to hop from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing. Um, so there's a certain level of just these sort of core, almost built in capabilities from a person. Uh, but then what, like, what do you train somebody on so that they are good at being a freight broker? So <clears throat> training is, I believe our best skill at NTG. We're able to hire large classes. Just last week we had 200 start across all different offices and we want them to be trained uniform. I want to be able to go into my Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Atlanta, Charleston, Nashville, Chicago offices, and they all feel the same. The energy's all the same. And by the way, I'm probably going to have to recruit someone from my Nashville office to go to the Grand Rapids office to take a new position or anything. So I want, I want uniform training. So one of the reasons why we love Learn to Win and why it's been so great was, you know, we went and, and we looked at some of the best 
people that train the best and what do they use? The U.S. Army, Chick-fil-A. I mean, you've got incredible companies that use your software. And so we wanted to be able to have that uniform from the top down. And also in brokerage, when you're training, usually your trainers are also involved on the floor dealing with this, that. And brokerage being a people business and as well as some of our other companies, the way you act and the way you feel trickles down to the customer experience. So if a trainer's having a bad day because he has 15 loads on the board going out of Florida right now that can't get covered, like he might not train great. But if we have a software and a gamified system, it just makes it so it is universal across the whole way. And then we can tweak it as well. So training is, is, you know, our most important thing. We do cohort analysis of these classes when they come in. Um, and, and since we've been able to adopt a software like learn to win to help us train, it's, it's been game changing. Our January class in one of the toughest markets is outperforming several of our other classes that came in in hotter markets. So, yeah, I love that. Could you tell me a little bit more about some of the impact that you've seen in training in terms of like, um, what happens when you don't train somebody well, like what are the things that can go wrong? Well, the habits they pick up early, right? Um, we don't, one thing that we really have to work on better as an organization, I believe as an industry is continued training, right? The industry evolves, the industry train, um, it changes. And so if you don't continue training in all departments, not just sales, everyone knows I'm, I love sales and sales, sales, load count, growth, everything else, but account managers, they need to understand where fuel's moving. So, you know, I'd say when it goes stale is when bad training happens. I mean, everyone, every logistics company I've been in or any, you know, even in our insurance business, everything, we all have these giant things of training where they're all over the place, right? We have a playbook, so to say, and luckily that was all in, in one place until we moved it to learn to win, but we had PowerPoints over here, Excel spreadsheets over here, fighting objections over here. And so it was also when you ask about, you know, what's something that can go bad in training, someone has something in Chicago that's working really well and it's not going well in Atlanta and, and they're just in different places. So that, that to me is the unorganization of it. When we were trying to cover all the loads, when we're trying to hire more people, we're trying to pay payroll, we're trying to get carriers to send us PODs. You know, there's so many things that happen that training has to be, you know, done well. And so the gamifying has made it really cool. Awesome. You, you mentioned a little bit the sales, you mentioned account managers. What are the different gaps that you're seeing in training across the industry? Like, what are the places where accounts receivable and accounts payable? Yeah. I think there's so much opportunity and connectivity. Um, you know, we all wait on the end driver to send the documents and paperwork before we can start getting paid or charged. So um, I think there's a lack there of a focus and training on accounts receivable and accounts payable. It's a capital intensive business, transportation, logistics, warehousing, whatever it is. And so you're, if you can get your average days to pay or average collections down a few days, it, it's, it, it makes a big, big engine, but there's so much turnover in AP and AR as well. So I think, I think that's, that's a major lacking, um, space and area, uh, connectivity, I just would say as a whole, 
needs 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 more focus and training because i would bet of the 200 people that we hired a few weeks ago less than two percent know what edi or api means nor do they probably care right but they'd get more loads if they knew what that meant so it's just there's there's a lot to teach of the 200 people you hired how many do you think are going to be around in six months such a loaded question sasha um i hope 70 percent which is crazy to say you have to hire in order to scale in this industry again i talked about it earlier there's a lack of talent between 30 and 55 because it's hard it's it's a it's a full speed game every day um so I hope 70% of them around in six months, half of them will probably leave because uh, that, that do leave on their own and half of them probably won't hit their numbers. So, yeah. What is the impact? Uh, so you hope 70%, uh, it should be 70% Sasha if learn to win goes well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the impact that you've seen of having to lose that many people every six months? I mean. The accounts stay if we do a good job and service them. So we have brokers that kind of sharpen their teeth in the background, right? And they say, hey, 30% are going to leave, but they probably landed some good accounts that I might be able to do more with. Um, you know, it's, it's not great, our turnover in our industry, but it's real, right? Again, like I said earlier today, don't try to think you can control the market. If I went in saying I want to keep 90% of this class, I'm probably going to go out of business just they leave right and, and men and women you know freight brokerage is an industry that they come in if they hit it hard and they do well they usually make good money and if they don't then then they go on and they do something else so you know it's tough it's expensive it's expensive to hire classes and to train um it's big bets but you got to hope that you know a lot of them do work out or they brought on good accounts that somebody will grab and run to the finish line with so maybe taking a, a step back real quick, uh, across all of your different companies, uh, how have you viewed training and excellent training? Oh a, man. Training week yeah. is like the week it, it, with COVID, it made it tough, right? So we would bring in historically in the past, we would bring in all of the new hires for one week into Atlanta, rent out a hotel, rent out bowling alleys karaoke night i mean i i've we've had some times we've had some times but again now the world's changed a little right and when we're in a market like we're in right now going to my investors and saying we're going to do that right now probably doesn't make sense compared to getting them in the we're, we're doing all face-to-face -face training it's all in class in person and everything else but what we're not doing that we used to do is bring them in for that one week and then have them go back do some more training and then and hit the phones. Have you incorporated technology across this training? Well, we've we've had to get better. So we started the business making sales calls in 07 really heavily. So, you know, now we're 16 years into it. We've had to adjust over time. I mean, we just rolled out our CRM really well this year. It's been a little bit of a free-for-all, right? I mean, there's some people at this conference, some shippers that probably get bothered by us a lot. Right. So our organization has not been great, even from a CRM and leads perspective. So now we're doing that. Um, and then again, on the training front, being able to continually add new things to learn to win has been incre incredible. We can also put in, 
YouTube videos. We can put in our own stuff. So it's, it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's way different than, 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 than it was. We used to hand people a giant, just like if they became on a football team or a basketball team, like you were in college, you, you take, we would take the, the playbook and hand it to them. Yeah. Now they can take it home. They can use it on their phone. They can use it all, all over the place. So it's been pretty cool. How do you think technology is going to change the industry over the next? Oh, it does every years. day. And it's the users that are creating, right? So at our businesses, we continue to invest heavily, right? 2023, I'm saying provide T delivery. Um, Drew, who's here from OTR, our, uh, our, our technology leader has heard that a lot. Uh, I think a lot of the people that are at this conference have invested more in technology over the last five years than they ever have. So a lot of these investments need to come to fruition. We need to see, is that the right way to say that? I don't think I said fruition, right? But is That's that enough. fruition, fruition? This is where we have to see these investments and these dollars that we've put to work make us more productive. Yeah. And so I think over the next three to four years, you'll see all the investment that's been made really, really start to pay off. Some will, some won't, but. Amazing. Well, do you want to talk a little bit about how, now that we've got maybe a minute left, uh, how NTG uses Learn to Win? Yes. I mean, so right now we're, we're trickling down into our other departments at OTR. We use it. MIG, we're starting to roll it out. So when we hire these new sales classes, they're in learn to win heavily. You know, they're learning to fight objections on there. They're learning industry trends and then they're taking tests on it. And so we know that they've done the steps because you have to finish these steps in order to get to the next one. Um, and which is great. So we're actually, they're having to click versus historically when we would do those classes in person, myself or others would stand up and talk and you, you, you didn't know if they were getting it in or if they were actually doing the work. So, you know, we do that. Um, we're putting it in place for our account managers to be able to cross sell better, right? NTG is part of TI. TI has bought 18 companies. We have all these other services and technologies that our brokers don't know about. So we're going to teach on cross-selling, which is really cool. Um, and then again, you know, just relationship maintenance. And as we roll out new technologies, hey, go and learn to win. Make sure you pass the test. And then and then we know it's there. Cool. Amazing. Well, we've just got a little bit left. Uh, so maybe I'll just give the 10-second background on learn to win the company. Yeah. Tell, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? I think it's an awesome story. Yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Um, so a little bit of background on me. Uh, I was a basketball player at the University of North Carolina. Uh, when I first joined the team, I got handed this sort of standard playbook, like what you described. Uh, my roommate was our student body president. He was really involved in basically using best practices and active learning and active education to uh, essentially train the way that classroom education was done. So bringing this active learning style to uh, the classroom itself. So out of this idea that you don't actually learn things from just reading them, you actually have to go perform them. And so Andrew and I had this idea, what if we took those active learning concepts and those active learning principles and bring them to the world of competitive athletics? So ultimately what we built was a training software, very similar to a Rosetta Stone or a Duolingo type of training tool where you could, if you were an athlete, uh, see a picture of a play uh, or watch so at video. UNC, you guys were using this for your uh, for your team. Well, not not when I was there directly, but yes, now North Carolina basketball is a is a client of ours. We we work with about 150 different athletic programs, uh, everything from 
the Baltimore Ravens to the Pittsburgh Penguins to Chick-fil-A again. Yeah, Chick-fil-A's a part of it. I mean, the Ravens are cool, but Chick-fil-A's... Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned before you're a big golfer. Uh, we actually do all the training and onboarding for the for the PGA Tour. So if you're a, a new volunteer at the Tour, you're lear- using uh, Learn to Win technology. Um, but what we realized was that ultimately when we were solving these problems, which is a problem of how in this particular moment, when I'm a quarterback and I get a picture of, I don't know, I've got two seconds to read the coverage and I've got to make a decision or... Uh, I'm an Air Force pilot and my AMED shaft fails and I've got to make a decision right here. Or I'm a sales broker and I'm in a conversation and I need to know what I need to do in that particular moment. Um, Our software could be helpful and effective at doing that. And so essentially we took that same technology, uh, transferred it over to working with the U.S. Department of Defense. Uh, We've got about 30 different partners across the Air Force, Space Force, Navy, Marine Corps. Uh, We can do training up to impact level six so we can do Uh, basically top secret level certified training on the technology. Uh, And then about a year and a half ago, found out that it turns out that the same sort of high performance training needs that you see for a football player that you see for an Air Force pilot, you also see in freight brokers. Uh, And it's been an amazing transition from there over to sort of working with partners like you. Well, we're excited to have you. Again, I've been in this industry for a long time. And in 2021, 20. 2021 it was coming even more but in 2001 2002 2003 we didn't have access to software like this that's being used by professional sports organizations the army again companies like chick-fil-a so i'm excited to see you make our industry better and thank you for having me cool appreciate the time thank you